This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Thursday, the 4th of February. Justin, the GameStop saga is set to hit the big screen thanks to Netflix and movie studio MGM. Both companies are already developing movies regarding the Wall Street versus Wall Street bets. War. Surely Leonardo DiCaprio is taking this one out as well, Brett. (laughs) SpaceX, owned by Elon Musk, has developed another rocket prototype, which the company hopes will one day take humans to Mars. Mm -hmm. But sadly, it's exploded again in another test. Now, thankfully, no humans were harmed as part of this experiment. That is positive, Justin, and we have three extremely positive stories today. Let's do it. For our first, Amazon's founder and CEO, Jeff Bezos, is stepping down as CEO this year. Honestly, never thought Jeff would stand down. So what (laughs) is happening here? Well, Bezos started Amazon 27 years ago as an online bookseller. And as we know, he has grown Amazon into a one. $1.7 $1.7 trillion behemoth. Jeff's become a pretty busy guy, though, in the last few years. In addition to running Amazon, mm-hmm. he also runs his day one investment fund. There's the Bezos Earth Fund. Of course, Blue Origin. And the Washington Post. And this is where he wants to spend more of his time. So Bezos is stepping down as CEO to become Amazon's executive chairman. And it's just in time for the company to report its third <laughs> consecutive record profit. Now, in addition to Amazon.com's online marketplace and its Amazon Prime, mm-hmm. And streaming and everything else that it does, Amazon's most profitable division is actually its Amazon Web Services division, which provides cloud computing services to businesses around the world. And who is filling in Jeff's enormous shoes when he moves on? It's going to be Amazon's current Amazon Web Services or AWS head, Andy Jassy. So, what is the key learning here? Jeffy Bezos is making a big statement about the future direction of the company with his CEO choice. Talk me through this one, Justin. All right, well, he's appointed the head of Amazon's web services division as the new CEO. And as you can imagine, Jassy has a soft spot for his AWS baby. So it's likely that this move will enhance AWS's position in the broader Amazon ecosystem. And it makes sense. AWS earned $16.7 billion for the last three months. Even the almighty Microsoft stands well behind AWS with its cloud infrastructure. So with these numbers in mind, Justin, it looks like Bezos' decision to pick Jassy was kind of a pretty easy choice. Mm. For our second story, Chemist Warehouse will be able to supply low-dose cannabis products, aka CBD, to Aussies thanks to a new supply deal with medicinal cannabis company, Canatrek. Great move by Chemist Warehouse, Mm -hmm. I reckon, here. So, Justin, what is happening? Firstly, some background. CBD products are generally used to treat conditions like anxiety, Mm -hmm. insomnia, and chronic pain. And if you've been through the US somewhat recently, you know that cannabis products are seriously on the Mm -hmm. rise. Cannabis beauty products. Cannabis... Holders. Even cannabis chocolates. <laughs> so how will the partnership actually work between Chemist Warehouse and Canatrek? Canatrek will develop CBD products to be sold exclusively mm. in Chemist Warehouse. Now, B-Man, Chemist Warehouse will also get some equity in Canatrek as part of it. So what is the key learning here? Chemist Warehouse has a slightly different approach to its relationships with vendors in comparison to large supermarket chains like Coles or Woolies. Chemist Warehouse likes to actually invest in and take an ownership mm. stake in some of its vendors. This deal with Canatrek is a bit like the deal that Chemist Warehouse has with Bubs Australia, Mm. the baby formula company. And it's also a bit like the deal Chemist Warehouse did with new buy now pay later company, Foo. And it makes a lot of sense because this equity stake actually gives Chemist Warehouse a much stronger incentive to make these relationships work. 
For our third and final story, Aussie banks are worried that buy now, pay later companies like Afterpay, mm-hmm. which don't have to comply with banking regulation, have increased compliance risks for the banks. Bold claims and a bit desperado, perhaps, Brett. <laughs> so tell me more. Okay, banks are claiming that buy now, pay later companies are standing in between banks and actual banking transactions. Okay, talk to me. A purchase of a koala mattress via, say, Afterpay mm-hmm. will record the transaction as an afterpay transaction rather than the origin. Which means that banks can't properly see where money's being spent by their customers. And this makes it hard to spot criminal activity. We know those crims love a good box mattress. <laughs> this comes at the same time as the Financial Conduct Authority in the UK mm-hmm. announced that buy now pay later companies would now sit under its own supervisory mandate. In other words, they'll be forced to conduct proper credit checks and affordability assessments on customers before lending. So what is the key learning here. The new regulations around buy now pay later in the UK are more strict than the current rules we have in Australia. But these UK rules could be a sign of things to come here. In Australia, Justin, regulators have taken on a relatively lax approach Mm -hmm. to the buy now pay later industry. An industry that is growing faster than Wall Street bets on Reddit. (laughs) If buy now pay later are required to do more credit checks, Mm -hmm. this could lead to high level of friction and a worse customer experience. Fluxfam, yesterday on the pod, we spoke about Nike's new shoes, the Go Fly E's, and we just want to make a quick PSA about that. We made a comment in jest, but after reading a little further and being contacted by an awesome member of the Flux fam, mm-hmm. it seems like these Nike shoes are actually an amazing breakthrough for those who are unable to tie or put on their shoes independently. Now, we recognize that how we speak really matters, and in the future, we'll make sure to be much more careful with our words. Ultimately, so that we can make sure our podcast is always inclusive and welcoming for everyone. Thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow.